Join us on another beautiful edition of the program, the biggest election program on your radio, watching the votes are. Now, it's going to be a great time on radio from now till about uh, 2.45 when we will be having very beautiful conversations here. My name is Oche Otene. Now, the 2023 presidential election are less than four days away. Yaga Africa, through its watching the vote, have trained over 3,000 citizen observers across, across all 774 local government areas nationwide. Remember that WTV is designed to promote credible elections and boost citizens' confidence in the electoral process through the provision of citizens' oversight on elections throughout the electoral cycle. Now, watching the vote is independent, non-partisan, and driven by citizens to provide accurate and timely information on the electoral process, deterring electoral fraud, and building confidence in the electoral uh, in the election and all that pertains it. The WTVR is brought to you by Yaga Africa, working with its technical partner, National Democratic Institute, NDI, and support from the United States Agency for International Development, USAID, and the UKAID Foreign and Commonwealth Development Office, FCDO. Remember that Yaga Africa has been observing the pre-election uh, environment through its uh, 822 long-term observers across all local government areas nationwide for election day. Yaga Africa will deploy a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation PVT. Should you don't know what that means, well, during the program we will be giving you details of that. And uh, PVT is to observe the parallel uh, is to observe the presidential election. Uh, which will enable Yaga Africa to provide citizens with timely information on the electoral process and to also verify the accuracy of the election results announced. Last week, we talked about uh, the presidential elections and security uh, that surrounds it and preparation, how prepared is our security agencies. Well, today, we will be looking at Yaga Africa's Watching the Votes Parallel Vote Stabilization Election Observation Deployment Plan for the 2023 presidential elections. Again, our topic for the day is the Parallel Vote Stabilization Election Observation Deployment Plan uh, for the 2023 presidential elections. And just after this, Brida, I will be introducing my guest. Please stay with us. Ready. Ready. The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Repower stations in Nigeria and Repower FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Repower FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. 
As we approach the 2023 elections, are you wondering if your votes will count? Well, there is a way to find out. Yaga Africa, through its Watching the Vote project, will be deploying citizen observers nationwide using a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation, PVT. Using the PVT, Yaga Africa's Watching the Vote will be providing information to citizens on the voting process and counting of results in polling units across Nigeria on election day. We will also be able to verify the accuracy of the election day result. So, what are you waiting for? Collect your PVC and get ready to vote. Your vote will surely make a difference. Watching the vote is for all Nigerians and beholden to none. For updates on the election, follow Yaga Africa via social media at Yaga, that's at Y-I-A-G-A. Ask your questions using the hashtag Watching the Vote. Send us a message on WhatsApp via 0903-800-7744. Watching the vote, making votes count. Well, just as I told you earlier, our topic of discussion today is Yaga Africa is watching the votes, parallel vote tabulation, uh, election observation deployment plan for 2023 presidential elections. And my guest in the studio here, it's indeed a heavyweight when it comes to election matters. I'm talking about elections manager. Yaga Africa, Paul James. Great to have you. Thank you very much again for the invitation. How are you faring with the cash crunch? I would say we are surviving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get on with the discussion. Uh, from your pre-election observation, what are the matters arising uh, that must be addressed before Saturday? Well, I think uh, on the part of INEC, INEC is trying to tick off the boxes. We had asked questions, hard questions, especially about the voter migration that we saw happen in recent times, especially as was revealed during the MOOC accreditation exercise. So um, the commission last weekend had uh, made effort to start sending text messages to voters to tell them how to locate their polling units. Mm -hmm. We are worried that if this is not resolved before election day, there will be chaos at the uh, polling units. People may not be able to locate their polling polling units. It could turn to a rowdy or violent situation, Mm -hmm. which may also ultimately disrupt the process. So I think on that front, we commend INEC for what it did, but we also hope that people are making the most of that opportunity to be able to locate where they are going to vote. But beyond that also is the... Uh, Sorry to butt in there. We also got a message here. Uh, the person was complaining that he stays in Cairo. That was his previous polling unit, and it was moved to Meitama. How well, is he going to go about it? I think I also suffered that. What I actually expected before now was a robust engagement, especially by the commission. When this process started, the polling unit expansion mm. in early 2001, mm. the expectation was that the commission would put out the list of polling units and advise voters that want to move their polling or that have relocated from mm. their previous polling unit to come and identify polling unit locations where they intend to vote on election day. But as it is, I mean, um, if you look at even the list of polling that Anek had released early in January, mm-hmm. there are still polling with 1,000 or more. Sure. There are over, over 10,000 polling with 1,000 or more registered mm-hmm. voters. There are still a polling in Ganaja in Koji State that has 11,000 voters. Wow. There are polling with 8,000 voters. There are 45 polling with 4,000 or more voters. Mm-hmm. And then um, looking at all of these complexities, and if you think about election, the administration is going to be huge on INEC. So I guess 
perhaps that is what INEC is trying to do now. Um, communication is still a problem. And then I'm also worried, especially for person that is in Karuna, move to Maitama, movement on election mm-hmm. will also be restricted. For those kind of voters, I am worried that they could be uh, technically disenfranchised unless if by uh, the will of God and also mm-hmm. the cooperation of the security agencies, uh, they are able to allow them to move. But even if they are, are going to move, unless they are mobile, if they are not sure. mobile, then they are going to do a long trekking to mm-hmm. assess their polling. So on that front, INEC didn't do well. But given also what we have, have read at this point could be better than both. both <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're just listening if, if you, and you're wondering where is Cairo and where is Maytama, well, it's right here in the nation's capital. Uh, so what's the level of preparation uh, to observe the 2023 presidential elections? On the part of Yaga, we have done a lot of preparation. In the last week, for instance, we were in all of the 36 states okay. where we train our, 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 our 3,836 election day observers wow. at different levels. So in different states, we trained from Monday, February 13th through Saturday, February 18th. So wow. every day of the week, training happened. We conducted 151 trainings. Yesterday also, we trained another sets of 82 observers that will mm. assist us in our data center. We're setting up a data center at the Hilton here where we're going to be collecting and analyzing these reports as they come in the field. Mm-hmm. So beyond that also is the part about accreditation. We've also been able to get accreditation by INEC. INEC mm-hmm. had provided accreditation later, and also, uh, to some extent, we're also beginning to get some of these tags that uh, hopefully within the week we will send across to our polling unit observer. So on our part, we have ticked all the, uh, all the uh, necessary boxes. Today... At the Hilton as well, we are conducting a simulation exercise okay. where we want to test all our equipments, uh, the functionality of our system, mm-hmm. and also the people that we train, their own abilities, uh, just to test the level of comprehension from okay. the training. Like you know, our deployment is logistics heavy and also it's SMS-based. Mm-hmm. Observers will be sending in information using their mobile phone in near real time from the field. So okay. today we're testing to see how all, all of this will Effective. operate. Yeah, so um, we don't expect things to go well today because okay. this is the first trial run. Okay. We're going to do another one again on Thursday, and God's willing, by Thursday, we'll be able to then assess okay. how ready we are for the election. But things are looking good. As of this morning, we expected to hear from uh, close to 1,700 of our 3,014 observers. Okay. And then as of uh, the time I left the data center to come to this place, mm-hmm. more than 1,600 of these observers have participated. So calls are still going out. We are still reaching out to them. Just to confirm for us today, it's about proof of life that okay. they are there. They are also ready. They are mentally prepared to go and engage the process on election day. I would like you to further go on with uh, Yaga Africa's election observation methodology. Uh, some persons would say some of these uh, people that you've designated in some states, are they partisan or not? Well, <laughs> uh, to the best that we know, because we subjected them to rigorous tests before now, and we get everybody to also commit to um, a pledge of neutrality, at least for the period of the election. Okay. We know election period is very dicey. Uh, 
so of course, people will always align to the kind of uh, ideas or mm-hmm. ideologies that they believe that will best represent their interests. But then for the purpose of the engagement for the election observation, mm-hmm. we had appealed to all of our observers to put the country first. There are different ways of engaging the process, some as voters, some as observers and all of that, some even as uh, candidates for the process. So we tried to explain how important this exercise is, especially to the democratic sustainability and also the future of our electoral processes in the country and why the need for observers to stay neutral throughout the period of the engagement. So, uh, like I said to the best, we have trained them and then there is also a clause on the terms of service that they have okay. signed up with uh, us and also the pledge of neutrality mm. that if at any point they are found wanting their appointment with the africa will be revoked okay. and then will also ensure appropriate sanctions we have done this in the past this is not going to be the first time so of course we we'll keep our ears to the ground and if we hear any about any uh, misdemeanor on the part of the observers we'll make sure that they are removed so they don't taint the beautiful efforts that we have done beautiful. so far Indeed. Now, take us through the election observation methodology, please. Yeah, so uh, in principle, Yaga Africa tried to engage the entire election process from the beginning of the. Uh, from uh, we, we adopt an election cycle approach, looking at what happened before the election Darry. on election day itself and the post election. Okay. In the pre election phase, we adopt what is called pre election observation, PRIO. And then since November of last year, mm. through this period, we mm. deploy long-term observers, 822 of them, that are observing and reporting on the process from all of the 774 local government every fortnight. So they have been providing reports, for instance, on INEC activities, okay. activities like recruitment of ad hoc staff, training of ad hoc staff, deployment okay. of non-sensitive materials, uh, identification of polinists, and all of that. All of the things that INEC have been doing, mm. they have been observing and reporting that. We also have been tracking voter education campaigns okay. by INEC, National Orientation Agency, by CSOs, as well as also political party campaigns, whether they are issue-based and which of these parties is also engaging. Tied to that also is also observing and reporting on uh, any indicator for early warning signals of election violence. So we come up with about 10 indicators. Anything that could potentially trigger election violence, or even if there is the election violence, with the intention to be able to report to the appropriate appropriate authorities that could take action on that. So those are what we have been observing in the pre-election phase. Okay. Uh, from this period, our focus will turn to the election day, mm. where we hope to deploy a special kind of methodology. Okay. Our election day deployment for Yaga will be an end-to-end approach, meaning we'll observe at the polling unit level. Mm. At the end of the process, we'll also deploy to the collation centers. Okay. So speaking specifically for the polling unit observation, we uh, are deploying a special kind of methodology that is called the parallel vote tabulation. And okay. uh, So uh, as we know, Nigeria has 176,846 polling units. Mm. But even for INEC, INEC is not covering all of this. INEC have identified 240 of these polling yeah. where they have not allotted, allocated any voter, and so they are not going to be conducting elections. Election. So of the 176, 606 that INEC will be conducting election, what we did 
was to draw a sample. Okay. In the world of limited resources, for us, we want to prioritize quality over quantity. Mm. So what we decided to do is to do what we do in our everyday life. Okay. For instance, someone is sick, they go to the hospital for test, malaria test. The doctor doesn't have to... Uh, uh, take out the entire blood from the system, just take in a pinch, a pinch a of the blood, they run the check, and then the test is returned, whether the results is returned, whether the person has uh, mm-hmm. what ailment or not. So the same idea we adopt, this is also something that uh, for people that have passed through school, have done what they call the school research and mm-hmm. all of that, end of uh, end of. Uh, school research, mm. they also do that. And then they tell you because of limitations of resources, mm. time and all of that, they will take a sample. Yeah. So these are uh, ideas that are statistically valid. They have been done, uh, approving methods that have been done over and over. Mm. So we deploy the PVT. What we do is uh, we take a representative sample of pollinists from the number of pollinists that are available and then um, we run a sample, we pick this location at random. The computer algorithm actually picks this location at okay. random. What do I mean by representative sample? For instance, if you put all of the states in Nigeria in alphabetical order mm. from, uh, say, even if it is on a zonal basis, Benue and to the last state, maybe mm. in the southwest or your, mm. uh, if Benue on the national scale has, for instance, 5,000 polling units, mm. what is the Average or what is the percentage of that 5,000 pollinate by the total pollinates in the country? If okay. the percent that is you divide the 5,000 pollinates by 176,000, mm-hmm. is the if the percentage or the average is for instance, say two percent, mm-hmm. when you draw the sample, you also want your samples to be representative of that. So, okay, if Benue is getting two percent in the national average for your sample to also be that representative, you want. Benue in your sample to also be two percent, but okay. that is the number. Okay. Deployment is uh, is not haphazard. It is guided by those principles. So if it is uh, so, uh, the locations are picked at random, okay. we get observers from those randomly selected polling units. So observers don't get to choose where they go to observe. Wherever the sample falls, we okay. ensure we get the observers from those locations. So um, the technology, relies, uh, the methodology relies on two things, okay. ICT and statistics. So after the, the statistics part is the sampling, the ICT part is mobile phone. Observers okay. use their mobile phone. They are all provided a structured checklist. Every okay. observer gets the same standardized kind of uh, reporting tool or checklist okay. that mirrors the election day process from the opening of polls until when results are posted at the polling unit. So at different intervals on election day, observers provide reports based on what is happening okay. using their phones to an online database and automatically these reports are analyzed and then findings are shared with the public. So what we do uh, actually for us at Yaga is that we, using the PVT, we want to provide timely and precise information about the conduct of the election. Okay. We also want to verify the conduct of the election, the outcome of the election. Mm. But in verifying the outcome of the election, mm. we first want to check whether the entire process satisfy the electoral integrity test. So we will not look at the election in isolation of what we have seen in the pre-election phase, okay. for instance. Mm. If the pre-election phase or even the election day itself, if it is... Uh, 
uh, badly conducted yeah. or if the process is flawed, okay. of course, we'll not verify the okay. outcome of the election. But one assurance from us is that we are going to be providing information as we get them from the field. The one thing that we may not, uh, the public may not hear Yaga mm. mention is numbers. Okay. We will deal essentially on percentages or okay. on estimate because we are not going to be in every location. Mm. What we shall be doing is to be extrapolating so, given ranges, given percentages, unit, if yeah. I notice an abnormality, how can I get Yaga involved? So, uh, we have different layers Even of... Even if I'm not uh, one yes, of the We have different layers of uh, deployment. The stationary observers, 3,014 of them will be deployed to 1,507 polling units that are spread across the country. They will remain stationary. Okay. We also have roving observers. Okay. 822 of them that will also be going around to be reporting on incidents. Okay. Events that also our other observers are not able to capture at the polling unit level. But okay. of course, if other people also want to report, our social media platforms are available. Uh, of course, people can always reach out through those platforms also to provide their own feedback or what they are, their sense of what is happening in the in the polling unit, and okay. also we report them as appropriate. But when we have confirmed and verify those reports, interesting indeed. So why should Nigerians trust your data? I mean, well, like I said, this is something that has been done over and over for okay. Young Africa. This will be the thirteenth time that you guys deploying this methodology. The methodology actually was invented in the Philippines in 1986. And then since then, it has been deployed in over 52 countries. And then in Africa, in the Kenya election, for Mm -hmm. instance, it was one of the the reasons why people trusted the outcome. The methodology was able at the end to demonstrate that the outcome of the election truly reflect the ballot cast. Methodology was deployed in Ghana, I think, in 20, uh, 2020, okay. it, and it has been deployed since 2018, for instance, in Ghana. In Nigeria alone, this facility has been deployed in the 2011 election, 2015 okay. election, 2019 by Yaga Africa, and mm-hmm. now in the 2023. So it has the uh, potential, it has the ability the to detect, the efficacy to mm-hmm. detect if there is fraud in the process of election. And okay. so, one of the things that for us is like a mantra is where we expo- where we detect fraud, mm. we will expose wherever fraud happens. So I think it is something that Nigerians should trust. We are okay. doing this on behalf of Nigerians. Our observers are not imported. Observers are also citizen observers that mm. are all in their uh, local communities, okay. their local governments around their polling units okay. that also have gone through rigorous training. And again, like I said, we have also done some background checks Checks. on these observers. There is something that is also called bridger check. You go Mm -hmm. online using the person's details to check whether they are affiliated to any political uh, party. uh, Yeah, any bad groups, terrorist organization and all of that. So all of these observers, to the best of my knowledge at the moment, have passed this test. So we are hoping, I mean, they will all deploy an election. Because what we also rely on Mm -hmm. 
to be able to give this estimate will be the response rate from the observers. When we have a higher response rate, then we'll be precise because it's estimates that we'll be uh, providing. Okay. When we have a higher response rate, we'll then be precise in our estimate. So okay. Nigeria should trust that Niagara Africa will provide them reports as they happen from the polling unit. And also beyond that, like I had mentioned, is that we're going to also provide reports of the Resource collation okay. process. We are going to be in all of the 774 local government collation center and all the 36 states and the FCT collation centers. It's it's sufficient to do all of this. But talking about the, uh, how do you disseminate your findings and the information you gather? Well, several approaches. The first we do is on election day. Okay. Um, you, uh, election observation essentially, in addition to other reasons why people observe election, you do it for two purposes. One is to provide information. Two is to deter fraud. And the timeliness of the information for us, the timeliness of information is very critical. So yeah, on election day, as the process commences in the morning, a different interval will be provided information through our different platforms. Okay. For instance... We'll be sharing infographics mm. that provide updates on the commencement of polls, opening of polls, whether there are also essential election materials deployed. And then on mid, at midday on election day by 12, we'll also be, be uh, issuing a statement okay. that provides updates on the opening processes of polls from uh, perhaps when INEP begins at 8 or 8.30 mm. okay. until midday or uh, uh, maybe by 1 or 2, we'll provide that update. At the end of the election also, we'll release another report that provide an additional update on the uh, entire election process. Okay. By the time INEP uh, declares a winner of the election, then we verify whatever INEC announces. So, And the data that you have? Based on the okay. data that we have, yes, okay. of course. One thing that we will not do is to go ahead of INEC. The law is very clear that it's only INEC that has the authority to uh, declare whoever has emerged as winner in the process. So we will keep an eye on the process. If there are any irregularities or mm -hmm. any abnormalities, like I said, we are going to expose them. Interesting indeed. Um, so what's your recommendations for INEC and the police going into the election? Well, for, I mean, with what we hear of Anambra State in two or three days, three different attacks. Yeah, for INEC, I think they should remain uh, resolute, especially in their determination to conduct the post and also continue to inspire that confidence that the commission will live above board. It has to a large extent demonstrated that, especially with the application of this technology, okay. we hope that INEC have taken lessons from the recently conducted mock exercise, mm -hmm. especially some of the concerns around uh the human elements of the process, that all of this will have been addressed sufficiently before Election Day. We hope for INEC that deployment also will be early. To a large extent, INEC has deployed essential materials to all of the state headquarters. Mm -hmm. We are hoping that as they begin to share their daily briefing with Nigerians, mm -hmm. they will also provide milestones of whatever they have done and also what they hope to accomplish before election day. But essentially, we want to see that the post commence early because it's almost becoming like a, a norm now or a trend that every national election, election in Nigeria will be postponed. People are already not seeing that fear, but I am. I think I trust in the ability of INEC and with all of the plans that we have seen so far that the commission will deliver this time around on the security on the part of the security. Yes. 
we're beginning to see deployments across the state. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I expected this deployment to happen, but I also expected that it should have happened earlier than yeah, now, yeah. Okay. given what we have seen in the build-up to the election. And also, that is why people are also giving this deployment a different kind of connotation or coloration mm-hmm. now. If they had happened earlier, it would even help to inspire confidence more for people to come out to engage, especially mm-hmm. in trouble spots or okay. uh, uh, in underserved communities. And I hope that this deployment will also be total, not just to locations where people will be able to see that there are security agencies deployed. Okay. And then you expect them also to be professional in their engagement of the process, but most importantly also to remain neutral okay. and non-partisan in their approach of the election. Interesting indeed. You've been listening to the voice of uh, Paul James, who is Elections Manager Yaga Africa. And please do not forget, the centre of our discussion today has been Yaga Africa's Watching the Votes Parallel Votes Tabulation Election Observation Deployment Plan for the 2023 presidential elections. I mean, when you have bodies like this, one thing you can be sure of is... Uh, Uh, that uh, they will monitor the process and bring you up to speed with all the happenings. But you can be part of the conversation this lovely afternoon. Uh, You have questions regarding uh, the Parallel Votes Evolution Election Observation Deployment Plan, courtesy of IAGA, or some basic concerns about the election. You can also talk to us on 0818-4270287. Or zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five. I take the numbers again. Zero eight one eight four two seven zero two eight seven. Or zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five. Or better still, you can dial this other number, which is zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five. Zero nine zero six thousand seventy. Four, five. And here we go. Oh, there. You may have to call us back. 090-6070-45. Or you call the other lines, which are 818 And here we go. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon, sir. Great to have you indeed. Thank you, sir. Your name and location, please. Yes, I am calling from... Hello? Hello? Oh no. Hello, good afternoon. Hello? You may just have to lower the voice of. Okay, we lost that call as well. Uh, what's going on here? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Let's meet you, please. I am Williams, William Sekago. I'm calling you from Lagos. Williams, talk to us. Yeah, uh, I think Yaga is doing well. They got most of the election covered. Uh, and I think the country is set for elections. But the problem is the twin problem of this issue of fuel and the cash crunch. If you go to the banks, you wait for Nigerians. How do we stop this matter? It's a big, big, big problem. People are going to be at home on Friday, the better part of Saturday, and maybe on Sunday. This is going to create voters' apathy. 
Okay. Thank you. Oh dear. Cash crunch. Still buy ten. What's what's your take on that? Well, <laughs> I I I think I empathize or sympathize with Nigerians. To be mm-hmm. honest, this is a policy concern, but perhaps this could also be a motivation why people will also want to go out to vote. Because uh, uh, sometimes some of these policies mm. could also be changed by the kind of action or inaction of the people. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I feel we should be encouraged by this not mm. to be deterred and also to understand that it is through the votes that we'll be able to make the kind of change that we desire. Interesting indeed. 090 You can try that line or the other ones, which are 0818 or 0818 You can be part of the conversation. Do not forget that the program is watching the vote are is targeted at ensuring that uh, the elections go well and also bring you to up to speed uh, with all the happenings that surrounds it. 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon, Otis. Great to have good you. Let's meet you. Thank you. Uh, this is Moses. I'm calling from Bega. Moses, talk to us. All right. Please, I want to inquire something. I, I did a transfer, and actually the transfer worked, and I was sent a message that uh, my tra- I've been given a new polling unit. I transferred from River State to Abuja. And then I my PVC wasn't printed. But my VIN, that's my voter identification number, is still the same as the new, the new one. I don't know if I can still go to the polling unit to the old PVC to vote. Okay, let's allow James. Uh, I think this is dicey, and this is also a question that I next should ask. I would rather advise that if it is possible to approach an INEC office mm-hmm. to confirm, because INEC uh, is going to be strict on enforcing no PVC, no voting. Yours is a bit confusing because you transferred, but you have the VIN from the old polling unit. So I would advise you approach INEC and see what action INEC can take based on that. Interesting indeed, plus uh, they've put the court case on suspension. They weren't saying people without PVC yeah. <laughs> shouldn't go near the polling units. Hello, good good afternoon. Good afternoon, my name is Kinsley. All right, Kinsley, where are you calling us from? Calling me from Central Area. Dr. Ross, here in Abuja. Okay, um, two questions, sir. Number one, up to now, after have not gotten my budget. I registered this way. You've not gotten your voters your voters card. I've not okay. I I did that. Uh, that was uh, uh, during Jonathan. I went to national school to do that myself and my wife. Hmm. And I went. They have gone there like a million times. I go there. They refer me to Karo local government. I come back to Karo. Karo refer me back to Nasrawa. So I gave up. Now, finally, I applied of uh, what you call it, transfer. Mm. So wherever it is, I can see it and transfer it to me. Yeah. That did not work out. I went to INEC head office here in Abuja. I was told that I cannot get my DVC until the next election. I, 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 it makes me go crazy about it. That's number one question. 
Secondly, for people that have registered, and we were told that you can only vote from where you got your PDC, as in where you registered from. Now, what timeline is the federal government giving the people? For instance, people that are registered in Timothy and they are here in Abuja to go back to that place and vote and cast their vote. And the election is on Saturday. Okay. Time, they to to okay, let's allow okay. All right. You want to react to Yeah, I didn't hear the last part anyway. No, he said uh, what's the space or time frame that INEC is giving people to make their journey back to, the, to where their polling units are. For example, you're in Abuja, but your polling unit is in Imo. But I think that is simple. You leave today or you leave the day before. Well, I think it is also not a function of INEC. It's also mm-hmm. a function of the person and what, where, I mean, planning and when they think they are available to travel to where they want to vote, if I get that correctly. Yes. But I think I heard him mention things about transfers and mm-hmm. all of that. that. He's not been able to get his PVC up until now. Yeah, so that's also the challenge. Um that's also another challenge for him. So I'm also wondering if he travels, how is, will he... No, he's vote? talking about his friends. The first was about him yeah. not being able to get his PVC after traveling to Nasarawatoto yeah. and wherever. I'm so sorry about that. For I mean, I sincerely sympathize with him on that. And that's also what we keep talking about, how INEC need to improve on his communication and also mm-hmm. on his processes so we don't keep denying Nigerians a chance to participate in important processes as this. But for the person that wants to travel, of course, I think it is about its behoves on the individual to plan their time well and see how... Let's take this next call. Oh, yes, we can. Good afternoon. Let's meet you. Yeah, good afternoon. It's okay on the line. Okay, okay. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Ecuador, Lagos State. Talk to us, okay? Um, I just want to commend our next summer around. I registered in Lagos 2011, and I was able to, I wasn't able to collect my ticket. Okay. All right. I'm going to post in the All right, interesting. Freely, no violence, election is not to a high It's not to choose our leaders. All right, we must thank you, our good friend there from Egbeda. Uh, but if you have questions surrounding the Yaga Africa's watching the vote parallel vote tabulation election observation uh, deployment plan for the 2023 presidential elections, you can uh, be part of the conversation as well. Remember that uh, Paul James took us through uh, how the process will be. He spoke to us on uh, why Nigerians need to trust their data and uh, also on election observation methodology. That is the PVT, I believe. Yeah, PVT. Okay. Now let's take this next call. Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Great to have you. Talk to us. Thank you. My name is Nii. I'm calling you. Hello, Nii. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from Lagos. Okay, talk to us, Nii. Uh, as it is in this country, uh, Nigeria should have gone beyond Chico. Anyway, you do your voter card, you should go back there and uh, vote. 
So, still talking about the election observation methodology, James. Uh, what are your message, or what is your message for citizens? I think citizens should go out to engage the process with the confidence that this time their votes will count, especially with the kind of changes we have seen in the process. The new electoral act will be enforced in this election. INEC will also deepen the use of technology. Mm -hmm. This election, INEC will ensure it's going to truly be one woman, one vote, one man, one vote. Mm -hmm. Election the administration this time will change, meaning at the end of the voting, mm. the number of accredited voters will be transmitted to an INLEC online server where everybody can see. Okay. Whatever will be the outcome of the election and the location will be based on this transmitted data. Mm. And so I think people should also keep an eye on the process, especially on the technological aspect of okay. the process, especially the online processes. Mm. Um, whilst we agree that INEC is improving, I also don't think that we should go to sleep with the hope that everything will just be sorted. So we also want to see that citizens um, engage more, ask questions where necessary. And so, like I said, for mm. us as observer groups, yeah. we will be in every polling unit. I mean, for Yaga, it's going to be sample, but there will be observer groups also covering other polling. So people should be confident that there are poll watchers watching over the process okay. and will also be reporting any infractions. And so they should be confident that at the end of the process, their votes are going to count this time. For the reports you got from the mock exercise that was conducted by INEC, what did you do with it? Well, uh the mock exercise, to some extent, I would say the technology worked. It was efficient. Okay. I was wondering at some point whether INHR picked the location. Okay. 218 locations were covered by Yaga Africa. INEC was in 436 locations. Interesting. The beavers were deployed in some places. In 35% of the places that we visited, INEC had more than one beavers deployed, meaning mm -hmm. there was the opportunity to test multiple technologies. But then... Um, I mean, even the processing time, in some location, it took between, in 74% of locations that we visited, it took between one to two minutes to process a voter using the beavers. In 24% of locations we visited, it took between three to five minutes. And in 6% of locations, it took from six minutes or more to process a voter. So the beavers worked efficiently. But okay. one thing we were concerned about the mock is the timing the mock was conducted barely 20 days to the election. Okay. So whatever will have been some of the concerns that people will have raised based on the observation from, mm. the, uh, from the mock, I am not confident that INEC could be able to uh, implement recommendation or resolve some of the issues before election day. And then INEC deployed its own staff okay. to manage the mock exercise. Mm. These are the more, uh, the staff that perhaps have been using the, uh, the, the systems mm -hmm. in the past are accustomed to the beavers and all of that. I thought it would have been an opportunity to deploy some of the ad hoc staff, mm -hmm. the NYSC core members, so that they can have a hands-on experience of how to use the beavers. I don't want 
I mean, or we don't want a situation where an election day may be the first time that some of these uh, adults have maybe seen the beavers and then uh, 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 using the beavers will then become a problem. So, okay. I mean, those are some of the things that we have seen from the exercise. I hope also that we had also recommended training mm. for the people that will be handling this. So I'm hoping that uh, in the last two days we saw INEC doing this training. I'm hoping that the opportunity has been provided to all of these ad hoc staff to mm-hmm. be able to have that experience of using the beavers. And then hopefully we'll have a smooth process on February 25th and on March 11th. As we wrap up the show this lovely afternoon, uh, your level of preparation again? Gutsy of Yaga. Oh, yeah. Your level of preparation uh, for the for Yaga Africa, like I said, we have uh, efficiently mobilized. We are going to have our people in all of okay. the thirty-six states okay. for the presidential election. Yaga is deploying 3,836 3, field observers okay. in the field. Okay. We also have a data center here that is manned and managed by over one hundred and twenty Nigerians. Wow. Yeah, massive center at the transcom where we are receiving and processing information as they come from the field. Our observers will cover both the election day process at the polling unit level and will also go to the collation centers at the end of the election to observe the polls. For us as Yaga, we have trained these observers and we are confident that based on the training that they had received and then the simulation that is currently also ongoing and based on the feedback that we are getting from them, that they are going to observe the process and Yaga will also be able to provide the kind of information that Nigeria want, Nigeria expect about the conduct of the exercise. Any final words from you? (laughs) My final word is simple. Go out and vote and be confident that your vote is going to count this time. Mm -hmm. Be confident that your vote will count this time. We sincerely appreciate you, uh, Paul James, Election Manager, Yaga Africa, for stopping by. Thank you indeed. Thank you so very much. And to everyone who called in, thank you indeed. You can also send your WhatsApp messages to this number, uh, 090-3800-7744. Remember that Yaga Africa will be observing the 2023 presidential elections by deploying the parallel vote tabulation, that is the PVT methodology, uh, which uses statistics and information and communication technology, ICT, to provide systematic data on the quality of election day processes, while also verifying the accuracy of the official results. Election is nothing without uh, the citizens. Good governance is determined by citizens who vote right. So you just have to do that. On Saturday, come out and vote. That's the message the Yaga Africa is passing this afternoon. WTVR is brought to you by Yaga Africa and her partners, NDI, USAID, UKAID. And for more information on the elections, follow Yaga Africa via uh, their communication platforms. You can go on www.watchingthevote.org. Again, www.watchingthevote.org or on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash Yaga. Yaga is spelled Y-I-A-G-A. And the Twitter handle is at Yaga, that is Y-I-A-G-A. The WhatsApp line is 90 
Remember that this program will be making a return next week. My name is Oche Utenian. To everyone who called and uh, for those still trying, we sincerely appreciate you. Thank you for standing by. As we approach the 2023 elections, are you wondering if your votes will count? Well, there is a way to find out. Yaga Africa, through its Watching the Vote project, will be deploying citizen observers nationwide using a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation, PVT. Using the PVT, Yaga Africa's Watching the Vote will be providing information to citizens on the voting process and counting of results in polling units across Nigeria on election day. We will also be able to verify the accuracy of the election day result. So, what are you waiting for? Collect your PVC and get ready to vote. Your vote will surely make a difference. Watching the vote is for all Nigerians and beholden to none. For updates on the election, follow Yaga Africa via social media at Yaga. That's at One place has the sound. One place knows what you need. That place is Ray Power. Ray Power FM. FM. Tropicana baby, she like to party. Tropicana baby, she like to party. Africana lady, she like to party.